The coronation weekend might be over, but today it is all about who will be crowned the Kings of Europe. With two huge semi-final clashes this week, we'll give you previews, predictions, and maybe a couple of spoilers. Roll that intro. Welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First things first, hit that subscribe button. It takes two seconds, free football content every week. You know the drill. We're not going to hang about. We'll get straight into it. The Champions League semi-finals are very, very close. We've got Real Madrid versus Man City this Tuesday. And of course, the Milan derby on Wednesday. Jamie, we have to start with you. Real Madrid, first leg is away, of course. This all kicks off on Tuesday. Is it going to be finally your time? Or are you nervous? Playing Real Madrid in the Champions League, I think you have to be nervous. I don't think it doesn't matter who you are and what form Real Madrid are in. Like, it doesn't matter that they've like not actually been that great in the league. It still doesn't matter. Real Madrid in the Champions League, just turn it on. Just it doesn't matter who they play, they could be in a sort of crisis, as sort of we could say, and then they turn it up in the Champions League. So there's always nerves. There is also the daunting of last year still there. I don't think I've emotionally recovered from that. So it is something that isn't, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm not nervous, I'm definitely nervous for it, but. It's exciting. It's where you want to be for anyone, really. You want to be in the semi-final. You want to be playing in the biggest competition and against the best teams. Um, I, I'm Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, in Madrid, in, in true Madrid fashion, since you drew, obviously, the semi-final, since it was confirmed, they've lost 4-2 to Girona. They've conceded two goals to Almeria at home. They've lost to Real Sociedad. And on the flip side, they've also won the Copa del Rey. So if that's a summary where Madrid are at, they're not in their best moment, but they're still finding a way to win a trophy. I think that's probably the biggest summary of Madrid of, of where they're at at the minute. Reese, how, how do you see this first leg in particular playing out? Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's an interesting leg, especially with being away for Man City first. I think, I'm not sure if you'd prefer that or not. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like you mentioned, their form is a bit, bit iffy at the moment, you know, but they still managed to claim silverware back, albeit against Osasuna. No disrespect to them there. Um, But they know how to turn it on, don't they? They proved it last year when everything was against them. They, all they need is one chance, one goal. Um, They're just that sort of team. But I look at them now, they're a year older. You know, a lot of those players, the Modrics, the Benzema's, the Cruces, Alaba's in his 30s as well, uh, Carvajal as well. Maybe they're a little bit slower. I know City squad are no spring chickens, but you could see that they've got players there that could really cause them a lot of problems. I would argue that those teams they've played in Spain probably don't boast explosive power, do they? Or you know, teams that can really run at you, you know, they're more of a tick attacker style league. So I think it'll be a tight leg and I don't think it's the end of the world if City do lose the first leg, even if they lose by a two goal margin. 
I think they've got more capability coming back than than other teams. But it's going to be tough. I, I'm not going to be shocked if, if Madrid do win it 1-0, but I think City could go and win this quite comfortably. I think for City, you'll be looking at that, and Jamie disagree if, if, you, if you do, but I think you'll be looking at it with the home leg as the, the final leg. It gives you that slight advantage. And I, I feel like, although City, you'd expect them to win every game, I think a draw, you know, a draw on Tuesday, you sort of take knowing that, you know, you've got a win at the had to go through. And I think you will have learned, in my opinion, you will have learned a lot from what happened last year. Um, to do, to, to sort of crumble in the way you have was, was unexpected. And I think... If it was against a different team in the same position, you could argue it might happen again. But I think you know I've said it before when you're in when you're in um, the same game against the same team, I do. I, in my opinion, the second team does tend to get revenge. So you know, City are in the form of their lives. Madrid are looking a bit shaky despite winning the trophy. For me, uh, you know, over the two legs, it's hard to make a case against City even though they've got the history of, of, of not doing it in the Champions League? I think that, yeah, like I do agree with the sort of whole draw. If we get a draw tomorrow, that's still a good result. We even, well, last year we beat them at the Etihad. We won 4-3 and I've seen comments from Madrid fans and I've seen, I remember myself, Madrid fans said they'd never celebrated a loss so much because they knew that they should have been out of that. And I, I agree. I remember coming out of it being fuming that we weren't at least two goals ahead because we battered them at home. So, yeah, a draw tomorrow wouldn't be a bad result. A defeat, it's still not, it's not great. But, yeah, like this to the end of the season, if we lose one game and it's tomorrow, that's probably the best out of <laughs> out of the games considering we're fighting on three fronts here. Um, the only sort of players that are out I've seen is sort of Ake for City. He's not travelled with the squad. Picked up an injury late against Leeds, which was just frustrating. Um, then you've got Melito out for Madrid. The only, and then they've also got Mendy out as well. Um, Modric was a sort of a risk for this game, but I think Angelotti has set his back. So that's probably a plus. That's definitely a plus for Madrid. Um, on the sort of home and away, who plays first? Not. I don't think it's as much as an advantage. There is. There, I still think there's a slight advantage because of extra time. Because you you can play them extra thirty minutes at at home. But overall, I don't think it will matter. I don't think it's actually going to come down to that. I think there will be a clear winner in the one hundred eighty minutes. I'm obviously going to be hoping it's City, but sometimes, like you've seen, Real Madrid just know how to get results. So that's why I don't think it's as sort of foregone as sort of I think people are making out. Like I've seen Rooney coming out with comments, which I found quite odd considering, you know, United all-time top scorer and stuff saying City will batter Madrid, which I I don't, I just don't see. I just think we have the capabilities of doing it. But to batter Real Madrid, I just don't actually see it because they just know how to perform in these games. This is what Madrid Madrid are. 
Um, in terms of the rest, um, you have said we're in our form of our lives and things like that. We are slightly dipping. That's the main concern I have, but it's sort of understandable. So once we beat Arsenal, great game, performance, tactics, everything worked. Played Fulham, West Ham and Leeds since. We haven't been as fluid and as good, but it's obviously the big game was Arsenal. There was always going to be a bit of a dip. That's the concern I do have. But we did get some rest in against Leeds, so I'm hoping the form comes back. This is the big one. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, it's such an intriguing game, and where it's sort of won and lost, I think there's so many battles all over the pitch that it's sort of hard to narrow down. Is it going to be sort of like, Haaland versus Alaba and Rudiger. You've got Walker and Vinicius Jr., who's also... Sorry. <laughs> I'm dying of asthma. <laughs> Real Madrid, the talk around Madrid is rattling you already. Um, I mean, on, just on that point, on, in terms of tactical battles, for me, you have to have to start Rudiger. Absolutely, 100%. Rudiger has to play for Real Madrid. Well, Melito's out, so who else would play there? Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess Alibar, Militao. Yeah, got Nacho. I'm trying to think of who else, Nacho. Or just looking at the lineup. Yeah, if Milit- what, what's the issue with Militao, sorry? Suspended. Oh, okay, okay, fine. So, in that case, yeah, with, with it's likely to be Rudiger and Alibar. I think the key battle will, will be Haaland versus Rudiger. Um. Obviously, I can, I can definitely vouch for him for, for Chelsea side. He, he won't make it easy for Haaland. And if he's on his game, you know, you saw it with the Champions League final. Rudiger still has that in him and he could potentially cause Haaland issues. It doesn't, you know, it causes him issues. It's, it's just taking him out of the game. If he can isolate Haaland and get it to one of those games where Haaland has only like four touches, I think then Real Madrid will have a big chance. But I, I think the other battle for me, is your right back, obviously, against Vinicius Jr. Because he is making fools out of pretty much every right back in the world. Um, and it, it feels like, to me, he doesn't have a bad game. How, how do you think Walker... Well, you can, do, you can do a quick version of Pep Roulette now, but will it be Walker? <laughs> will it be Walker yeah. against him? Yeah, it'll definitely be Walker. Because Ake's out, it's going to be Walker. I think Pep's not going to mess with the side that he had against um, Bayern. But it'll be, instead of a Kanji on the right, a Kanji will probably be on the left. So, yeah, it'll be Walker. But Walker's got the pace to keep up with Vinicius Junior. But, like you say, he's been in absolute terrific form. It's tough to see him having a bad game, but... <laughs> <coughs> Reese, we'll come to you. Um, does Walker have, I feel like I've said it before, one of Walker's best qualities is his recovery runs. But I've always had the argument that if he's doing a recovery run, it means he's already lost his runner. And if you lose Vinicius Jr., I'm not convinced you're catching up. How, how do you think he'll fare against Vinicius Jr. if he's on form? Um, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I suppose the argument is, is you know, the fact that he's able to make up the run 
says quite a lot that he's able to achieve it. I think I think Junior is going to be a big threat for him. And I think if he's going to, I think Walker's probably going to have to do a couple of tackles early, maybe even an early yellow card to put him under that, you know, to lay his mark down maybe to him. But I think it'll be more of will the defenders be there to support, you know, if Vinicius Junior starts to run inside. I think they've got the players to do that. Diaz, Jones, Stones is there to do it. I think Akanji will be crucial to them as well. I think he's got the strength to probably bully them off a ball a little bit. But yeah, it's going to be a big battle for Walker. But it's, I don't think it's the key one. I, I don't. Um, but I think it's, I think that's going to be, yeah, it's going to take a lot of Walker's, you know, energy, especially at, obviously now 32, 33, to really, really nail this down because his future at City is uncertain, remember. So this is a big chance to lay his marker down. But I think he's the best player to deal with this situation. Yeah. Well, on the Walker age, are we, are we gonna, I'll make a bold prediction. I think he's got more chance of pulling a hamstring personally against Vinicius Junior, trying to keep up. Um, what, what, just before we move on, Reese, obviously you said that won't be the key battle. What do you think will be the key battle in this game, tactically? I mean, midfield is obviously a crucial part. You've got absolute, you know, amazing ball players, you know, and playmakers in that position there. But I think the key player in this will be for Man City, and I think it's going to be Jack Grealish. I think... I think he wins City so many fouls. And I think we're talking about Junior's pace. Let's talk about how Grealish can cut inside and get in that box and draw fouls. Let's be honest, Rudiger's going to go hard on him. You know, you're going to get probably Carver Howe make a silly foul or two. He's make known a- for doing that as well. So, yeah. yeah. He's got some yellow cards already. Could put him under pressure, you know, early. Draw a red card, but he's going to draw fouls. He's going to draw set pieces. I'm not sure how many goals City score from set pieces, but they're crucial. They've got the players to head it in. They've got the players to tap it in. They've got the players to score the penalties. So I think they'll rely quite heavily on that. And I think Real Madrid, they don't exactly show a lot of pace in their defence, do they? So that's going to be crucial. And I think yeah. if they get Grealish like he has been lately, yeah, it could be, could be trouble. Yeah, I think that's valid. Jamie, what about you? Um, obviously the key ones we've, I think we spoke about, but it's sort of how much freedom can De Bruyne get in with against their midfield? Um, he he'll have this sort of extra yard of pace than Modric, Dan Cruz. Um, I'm not sure who would be the third in there. It might be Valverde. Um, but if he gets that extra yard of space, he could have a great time putting the ball through to Haaland and causing all types of problems. But it's whether it's it's definitely a weird sort of battle because if I think Pep will try and do a little bit similar to like he did against Arsenal, where it'd be like they're a front two and then Haaland will need to hold up the ball. If he can do the same like he did to Rob Holding, um I'm not trying to say anything about Rudiger or Alaba, but I'm saying if he does the same, then the point is gonna have tons of space and will cause absolute havoc. But yeah, so getting Grealish involved will be a massive. I think Bernardo Silva will be on the right, like against Bayern. And that, I think, will cause problems for whoever is left back because they won't know how to deal with him because he's such a. Because he's not a, an actual winger, it's just you don't know what he's going to do. And he's got so much energy and pace about him and skill, 
it's quite a weird one to come up against, and that's where I think it could he could have a bit of joy. On that note, though, I, I'd actually disagree with that. I think the the so Kamavinga, obviously centre midfielder, has done in has filled in at left back basically, and he's he's been very very good. And for me, I actually think that him there in the form with the pace, I think he's actually going to match pretty well against Bernardo Silva. And also, I think the the fact that Bernardo Silva isn't a natural winger and will tuck in, I think if there's any player you want to defend against that, it's a player who can also play centre mid. Because he won't have, obviously depending on what Ancelotti said to him, he might have that freedom to follow him inside. And he'll feel comfortable with that because he has been a centre mid. So, to be fair, when Silva plays on the right, he doesn't come inside like a centre mid or attacking mid. He will stay, he'll touch the line and so will Grealish. But it's when he gets the ball, he's not like a Grealish where he'll, they're driving at players. It's a bit more cute, for example, where it, like he did against Bayern, he nutmegged three players in 10 seconds kind of thing. And it's just, it's just something different. But yeah, like you say, with if it is Kamavinga at left back, he probably will benefit from it than, say, an actual left-back. Like, if it was against Carvajal, say, and he was on the left, he'd struggle, I think. But, yeah, it could be Kavavinga does a good job because he's a CDM against Silva. Yeah. I think, to be honest, the biggest... I'll probably agree with you more, Reese. that the biggest mismatch is Grealish versus Carvajal. Especially, look, Carvajal's been, been unreal. Like, we can't knock him. But in terms of where Grealish is at on, on his current form and the, the lack of pace of Carvajal, I think City could have an absolute field day in that left wing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I think Grealish, Grealish could have the game of his life um, in a City shirt so far. Um, and again, one, one more point to mention on the midfield. Obviously, you've got the experience of Cruz and, and Modric, but they have also got two of many as an option. We've seen we we learned the hard way in the uh, in the World Cup what uh, what two many can provide both in attack and defence. I guess Jamie is a City fan. Would you who would you rather them play? Let's do it that way. In that midfield. Um. Well, I guess Valverde really as the third one. It's going to be Cruz and Modric. I think that's just a. I'd rather it be Valverde than, yeah, it'd be the one. I think he's he's someone who, like like you say with Grealish, can draw fouls. He's someone who will get over to Grealish and probably get wound up by him. Which I've I don't I see it every game. Someone gets wound up by Grealish. I don't know if he's just talking in their in their ear constantly or at something, but people just lose their heads when he's on the pitch. He loses his head a bit, to be fair, but. He winds up players and he's someone who can definitely wind up. So, yeah, I'd choose him. But you never know. I might say it and he has the game of his life and then I'm wrong. You never know. <laughs> it's the problem. And, Reese, to, to ask the flip question to you, if you're if you're Ancelotti, who are you going for for Real Madrid in that, front, in that midfield three? Um, I'm the opposite, I think. I think you would want as much experience in that team as possible. Um Tushimeni, he's good, but I still think he's very young. I think Valverde will be best there. I think he holds. I think he's got a lot of balance. Um, it will sorry provide balance into that midfield. Cruz, Modric, say no more. You know he'll hold the fort there, and if they need to move Kamavinga in a little bit, 
if the game's going that way, not much is going down that side, then they've got extra protection there. So I'd keep it that. But bring him on. Bring on Tushimani if you've got a lead, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Well, let, let's let's do a score prediction each for the first leg, at least, before we move on to the second game. Um, Jamie, kick us off. How do you see it playing out? Um, I think it's going to be very tight. I'm going to go with the score that first popped in my head, and that was 2-0 City. But like even saying it, I still feel like that would be a big result. But it's the first thing that popped in my head, so I'm just going to go with that. Well, you'll be absolutely buzzing if that happens. I definitely would be. <laughs> Reese, one one, because as I think Real Madrid only ever need one chance to score, and I think City will probably dominate most of this game. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go for the draw as well, but I'm going to say two all. I do think both teams are going to go for it, and I, and I hope it's two all because it will be a great game. But yeah, City will have the more chances. It's just whether they can take them. Real Madrid will probably counter and just, you know, score score with every shot, potentially. Um, so let, let's move on to the second half. The, with no disrespect, what many will call the, the weaker second half of the draw. And it is the illustrious Milan derby. Reese, I know you were calling it quite early. You wanted to see it happen. We'll come to you first. How excited are you about this tie? We've not seen this in the Champions League for quite some time. Yes, I think the last time they met in the Champions League together was 2004-05, where the game was abandoned after hooligan issues from the inside. Um, yeah, Derby della Maddenina, what more do you need? You know, the three times champions Inter Milan versus I think it's the seven-time champion AC Milan. You know, they last won it in 2007. Inter last won it in 2010. You know, so you got two evenly matched teams here that where I think as a derby goes, it's a very, very even game. Um, I mean, it's 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 still hard to call. I know, I know Milan have been a bit iffy in their form lately, apart from a win at the weekend against Lazio. Inter seem to have clicked. They beat Roma at the weekend. They beat Verona 6-0 before that and also in the Coppa Italia final with Inzaghi working his cup, working his cup magic again. I think this game is all there to play for. Um, in terms of where you call it, it's very hard to say. I'm sure you'll both agree. One team like Milan seem to up, upset the apple cart a bit, whereas Inter Milan have a cup manager and a team that need this Champions League desperately because they're about, I think it's about... 300 million euros in the hole at the moment. So, so yeah, there's a lot riding on this game more than people think. Jamie, how do you see this playing out? Yes, yeah, so this is a tough one. And obviously, we spoke about home. who's at home first, who's away first. This does just does not matter, does it? This is great. Um, I, I just want to say something. I should have said it a bit earlier. I do want to say I predicted all four teams to get to progress. You two did have Napoli, so I wanted to say I was right with, with Milan. I just saw it coming through. Um, but to go back to the game, yeah, no no advantage. I think that's massive. To be honest, both teams haven't lost in their last five. But Inter have won all five. Milan have drew, uh, drew twice. It's such a fascinating game. Um, the only slight doubt is Liao is possibly injured. 
which could be a huge blow for AC in the first leg. I don't know how serious it is. Um, so if he's out, that's a, he's one of them key players. If you watch the goal that Giroud scored against Napoli, it was all Liao and it was an unbelievable run. So losing the quality of him in his form would be a big blow. I'm sort of just looking at the sort of teams that sort of played their last game. Both got such such strong teams. I think it's a bit disservice that people are saying Real Madrid and City is the final. I think both of these teams could win it. And like you mentioned, Reese, they've both got the Champions League heritage and it three times and seven times. It's They're still well in this. I think they might not be as good as their actual peak for both clubs, but I still think that they can win this, whoever gets through. Lukaku Jordan, though, you must be, he must be you must be seething and probably wanting him not to do well um, there, but I think he him and his chances I think decide it. If he doesn't take his chances, they won't go through. But it's. And with Lukaku, you've seen it. Sometimes he will be unbelievable and unplayable, but sometimes he'll be bloody awful. So I do think actually Lukaku will be the main person from both teams that will decide this. Yeah, I, I agree with, with a lot of that, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I'm very excited for this, although although I said, you know, I, I, I was probably guilty of saying Madrid City is the final. Um, I kind of still do agree with that because there's no way... Either of these Milan sides are the third and fourth, you know, highest quality teams in the competition. Whereas City and Madrid, I think you'd put in the top four. Um, but nevertheless, the, the, the fact this is now a Milan derby has just made it so much more exciting rather than, you know, a, a Benfica, Milan, you know, that just wouldn't have had much appeal. Um, obviously, I, on, having been to the San Siro very lately, I, I'd absolutely love to be there again for this match. It would be, the atmosphere is going to be unbelievable. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Similar similar sentiments as well in terms of predicting a winner. It, it is uh, for me. It is fifty fifty. I, I just think it's so so tough to call. Um, I I think I think Jamie, you touched on it, but whether Liao is playing or not, I do think kind of does determine the tie. He's been you know by by a mile. He's been Milan's best player this season. Everyone will agree with that. And that combo of Hernandez and Liao on the left side has been absolutely sensational all season. Um, I don't know if anyone saw it, but but Hernandez, his goal at the weekend against Lazio is worth a watch if you haven't seen it already. Um, runs the whole length of the pitch and scores a screamer. Um, yeah, for me, well, well, we'll get on to our predictions in a bit, but I think Liao, I, I agree Liao's crucial. And <laughs> to touch on Lukaku... I mean, we look, we, we might have a new manager next season and, and Lukaku might be part of our plans. So maybe if he wins the Champions League, I'll have to back him. But the fact that Olivier Giroud or Lukaku is going to be in the Champions League final while we're here without a striker and no goals is is slightly painful. But yeah, that's where we're at. Um, tactical battles, obviously we touched on Liao. Reese, any other tactical battles that you think could play a factor in this game? I mean, I think tactically it's going to be a safety first, first approach from both coaches. I understand that in a derby of this magnitude, there's you know so much to lose. Um, 
Denzel Dumfries at right back, right wing back. I think he will cause a lot of problems for the Milan defence, just like Hernandez will for Milan against Inter. I think that's that's a big one there. I think the Toro Martinez up front with Lukaku. I mean, those two players on their day can tear anyone apart. Um, it's hard because I think both teams are so even. I, I really think they're so, so even. I look at the midfield, you know, Tulani for Milan, Barella for Inter. Brozovic will be crucial for Inter, probably. That might be where the game is won in midfield. I think their midfield is slightly better. But it is it is a tough one to call. I think all over the pitch, there's there's such even even Stevens between them. I think that's it's going to be such a tactical battle. I think it's going to be whoever blinks first. Just on that point, the... sorry, just on, on your point around, obviously, Martinez and, well, and Dumfries, to be honest. So the, the game, obviously, I, I went to see was, was into Milan B. Monza and Dum, Dumfries that day was absolutely abysmal. So although, obviously, we remember Dumfries as this, you know, almost legend from the World Cup or, or the Euros of, of being unreal, he was shocking. Like, he, he, he honestly, he couldn't string a pass, he couldn't do a cross. So I think it depends on what Dumfries turns up for a start. Um, and also on Martinez. So again, this was the same case when I they played Monza, but Correa Correa is currently keeping Martinez out of the team. Like we've all waxed lyrical before about how good Martinez is as a striker, but he, he's not starting at the minute. He didn't start in the game against Roma. He didn't start in the game against Monza. So I think it's a big question mark whether he even start at all. He he should do because his record against Milan's actually pretty good. Um, he seems to turn up in those sorts of Gary Pereira dynamic. You don't necessarily have to play him up front with Lukaku. He can play on the wing, play attacking mid, where it's a bit more comfortable for him. So yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I think Martinez has much more of a big game vibe in this, and I think yeah, I think he could he should start. Okay, and Jamie, anything that stands out to you tactically for either team? Uh, one thing I thought was quite interesting, obviously, the four teams that are left, Inter are the one that played the sort of five at the back or having the wing backs. So I think that's definitely a bit different to see in later on in the tournament, being the only ones left. Um, I think that I think it is coming down to that left-hand side, really. Oh, sorry, yeah, the left-hand side of AC and the right of Inter because you've got such an attacking situation there. So if one team just switches off, or let's say Hernandez bombs on, messes up, Dumfries has got the pace to just be right up there. And I don't think Hernandez would catch him in a race, to be perfectly honest. So I think it's down that side is what wins it or loses it. But I, st I still think it comes down to Lukaku, because watching the I watched the end of the sort of Napoli AC game, and despite Napoli falling short, they had so many chances that they could have, if they just put away a little bit earlier, they would be in the, they'd be in this semi-final. So if that continues, I just think Lukaku can will will get the chances, and I I think he's just the most important one for this, and it's just whether he's wasteful or not. Giroud, on the other hand, I think he'll get limited chances, but. He's shown it time and time again at a key point. He puts them away. Um, 
So if if Giroud gets more chances than Lukaku, AC are going to walk it. But I see it being the other way around, and then it's just down to Lukaku. That's yeah, that's how I can. Right. Well, in in terms of of picking who goes through, instead of a score for that game because it's so tight, we'll pick who we think is going to go through in the tie, and ultimately who we think they will meet in the final. And you can pick a winner if you want, or we can save that for a later day. Um, Reese, we'll come to you first. Who is going through in each of the semi-finals? I think Inter will go through over the two legs. I think they're due one after losing the last two in the Champions League to Milan. I think it'll be tight, maybe 1-0 across both legs. Someone like DeMarco or Brozovic getting the goal. Um but with Simeone's record of was it six Copper Italias and Super Super Copper Italianas as a manager, I and a final on the way. I think he's going to specialise this, and I think Inter going through is much worse for City, who I think are going to meet them in the final because Inter need this money badly. They they need it desperately. <laughs> Everyone else, they're swimming like sharks. They're going to sign all their players. But Inter need this, and I think that might be a little bit more desperation for them in the final, which will give City a much tougher game. We gave them 100 mil. They should be all right. <laughs> well, 350 yeah. million euros in the hole, and, and they have to pay that money back. They have Fair. to pay that. Jamie, same, same question to you. Well, I'm going to back City to get through to the final, obviously. Um, in terms of the other one... I'm gonna go with AC again. I, I yeah. I just think I, I don't. I I just see Lukaku sort of not putting the chances away. Like I keep saying, I think he's gonna get them and not put the chances away. And I just think AC will be in the final. And obviously, I'm gonna back City to win that. But I'm not gonna say it's it's definitely over. Like if we get through past Madrid. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree. So I think, I think as I said earlier, Man City, the form, everything in, into consideration, the revenge, I think it is probably their time. I think you will get through. It might not be easy, but I think you will get through against Madrid. For the Milan derby, I, I'm going to assume Liao has a role to play. Because um, if he doesn't play at all, I, I do think I'd, I'd probably have to change my answer. But I'm going to go AC Milan. Um, and the reason for that is because this season, in the big games, in the big moments, they have stood out. You know, to go, we, we, we've all waxed lyrical about Napoli. Milan have gone and beat Napoli 4-0 at their own place. This is a side who's walked the Italian league by an absolute mile. So, for me, I think in the big moments, Milan are the ones and they will meet City in the final. And then, I guess, we'll, we'll see from there. We'll, we'll save our predictions on that for another day. Um, so that yeah that wraps us up City fans in particular let us know your thoughts is it your year at last and if we've got any Italian faithful fans who is going to make it through to the final from the Milan derby but as always like comment and subscribe you know the drill (laughs) 